Hello, my friends. It's Ryan from the Prolific Creator Podcast. Now, many of you have asked, hey, Ryan, how do I support the show? Well, I finally listened. Starting today, you can subscribe to the Prolific Creator Plus on ACAST Plus for $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. No apps to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Get access to the entire archive of Prolific Creator Awesomeness. Over 160 episodes going back to 2017. Yes, that's right, my friends. A plethora of information and inspiration, tips, tricks, and interviews to get your art and work into the world. Remember those ads? Say bye, bye, bye. Wait, there's more. For $5 a month, you can get access to the full prolific creator experience. This includes the full archives, early access to episodes, listener Q&A, book and movie reviews, and interviews not for the public, and perhaps any other awesomeness I might do on the microphone. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, it does, Ryan. If you want to listen for free, you'll notice the last 50 episodes or so will always be available wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, by subscribing today, you don't have to download any new apps, and you can simply keep listening on the podcast platform you prefer. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks for your love and support in advance. Simply click on the link in the show notes or on my website, and it'll take you where you need to go. Now on to the show. Hey, this is Ryan from the Prolific Writer Podcast, and for our two-year anniversary episode, I'm going to show you how to write a novel in 45 days. Yeah, that's right. 45 days. You ever dreamed of writing a novel? Ever dreamed of finishing a novel? Ever dreamed of starting and finishing a novel in 45 days or less? Well, I'm going to show you how on this two-year anniversary. Welcome to the Prolific Writer Podcast, episode number 86. But first, some intro music. Welcome to the Prolific Writer Podcast, where speed's the name of the game. Follow an indie author and publisher and his guests as they share inspiration, tips, and advice on writing fast, writing often, and writing well. So you can do the same. Here's Ryan. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is your prolific writer podcast host, Ryan J. Pelton. I am so glad that you are here. However, you are hearing me in your earbuds, in your headphones. If you're walking the dog, listening to listening to some music. Well, now if you listen to music, you probably can't hear me, but if you're doing the dishes, taking the kids to school, whatever you are up to, I am so glad that you are here. Thanks for giving us a listen, the podcast dedicated to helping you write fast, often, and well. And as you might have caught in the intro, today is a very special day because it is our two year anniversary as a podcast, and I can't believe it's already been two years. So back in the end of 2016, December ish, I launched this podcast with the hope to serve writers, aspiring writers, current writers, seasoned writers uh, with the little that I know and to give back uh, to those that have helped me along as well. Um, and so since then, and, you know, I've published about 17 books or so in fiction and nonfiction. And, uh, it was just an opportunity to, to kind of create a podcast that really I, I longed for, I desired when I was starting to write and, and figure that out. And, and I listened to a lot of different podcasts and listened to a lot of different people, a lot of different interviews, read a lot of articles, read a lot of books on the craft and still do. And, uh, and so this was just my little, little way of giving back to the writing community. And I had no idea that it would 
go this well. And uh, I'm not bragging by any means, uh, but two years in, we've I, I think we have somewhere uh, upwards of fifty thousand downloads as a as a podcast, and uh, and that's that's great. And uh, I know it's not uh, as a big a podcast as others out there. Um, some have millions, but but fifty thousand downloads is is pretty special, and uh, people still seem to like the show and keep coming back for more. And we just keep having great interviews and great people on the show, which really makes the show. It's not me. It's it's really the people we have on here to help you learn about the craft of writing and the business of writing and indie publishing and all the the nuts and bolts that come with it. And uh, and so it's just been such a just a huge, huge blessing for me. And, and it's really not work to me because I, I really do enjoy it each and every week. And, and I know we missed a few weeks, but, uh, but for the most part, we're here every week, helping you write fast, often and well, helping you get unstuck, helping you build a business and a life with your art. And so, so today I've been thinking about something and the reason I've been thinking about something uh, is because I've been doing a little project behind the scenes. Uh, it's been a, a labor of love that it's still not ready for release yet, but um, I've, I've been working on on something. I'm not going to really re- divulge it fully yet, um, but I've been thinking about a little bit of my process and a little bit of uh, things I've learned from the different people we've had on the show and uh, the things I've gleaned from them, even reading, you know, historical writers. Um, and I don't mean people that write historical things, but, but people in the past, uh, professional writers, people of, of our generation as well. And, and, and what, what really is a common thread and a common theme of, of their writing. And, uh, and, and I would say for, for a lot of writers, especially professional writers and people that make a living with their art is, is just the prolific nature of their writing is that they're constantly writing, constantly coming to the page, constantly doing the work. And, uh, and, and so the other side of that is, is also that if, if you want to, uh, have a chance to get your work out into the world and to get more eyeballs on your work and to share your stories and share your books with others is that, uh, you have to be prolific and you have to write more than just one thing. Um, and not that you can't just write one thing and, and, and find success because it does happen, but it's, it's rarer and rarer these, these days. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't mean you have to write a book every week or every month or every, you know, every two months, but, but, but to be consistent and to, to write consistent work, uh, to create consistent work, uh, to, to really get your, your words and your message message out there. And, and so I kept asking the question, well, how can I give back? How can I help you? And how can I continue to serve the writing community? And what I want to do today, and this is, uh, totally free, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't cost you anything. So you get what you pay for, um, is I'm going to give you my process of how I've been able to write, uh, f- uh a novel uh, in 45 days. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to break down my process. And again, this isn't your process. It's not anyone else's process, but, but there are things I've gleaned from others is how could you write a novel in 45 days from start to finish to out into the world? Is that even possible? And, and what I'm drawing from is I, I've written, uh, seven full length novels. Um, I've also written, um, some shorter stuff and also I've, I've written, uh, quite a few nonfiction books. So this doesn't apply as well to nonfiction. There's some principles you could probably ap- apply if you are a nonfiction writer. So hopefully that, that'd be helpful too. Um, but I want to talk about a 45 day novel. And here's why I want to talk about a 45 day novel, because that the number may sound trite. It may sound pulled out of the air. Um, but, but one is, uh, why I use the number 45 days? There's a couple of reasons. Number one is 
45 days to a novel is possible. And, and here's, here's one of the reasons why is back in 2012, I wrote my first rough draft to a novel, which I didn't finish, uh, and, uh, and kind of fizzled out. I didn't actually publish it till years later, but, um, is through national novel writing month. So every November, you probably heard about it. I'll put it in the show notes, but every November folks write a 50,000 word rough draft in a month, uh, 30 days. Uh, of a novel. And so 30 days, 50,000 words is very doable. Uh, it's, it's a big number for some, if you haven't written very much, um, it can feel overwhelming and it felt overwhelming the first time I did it. Uh, cause I didn't think I had that in me. I'd written nonfiction books that were a lot long, but something about nonfiction, there's just more research. There's more detail. It, it seems easier to fill up uh, your, your, your page, uh, with, with 50,000 words, but um, but 50,000 words in 30 days is very doable. And that's the number that national novel writing, not national novel writing month uses. And I think it's a very comfortable number. I think it's, you can tell a lot of story with that number. Um, it's not overwhelming. Um, if you're working a day job, as most people do, um, is you can, you can do 50,000 words in a month. It's very doable. Hundreds of thousands of people do it every single year. And, and so I like that, that number. Um, because that's 30 days for the rough draft. And then also gives you, um, 15 days to edit and format and, and market your work as well. And, and so, so 50,000 word novel, we'll get into more details in just a moment is very doable in 30 days. It's not overwhelming. It's, it's, you know, very, very doable and people do it all the time. And so as I've interviewed other people, as I've done it, uh, it's not a, as big a number as you would, you would think. Now, the other thing that I think is really important, especially if you're just starting out, especially if maybe you have one book out there or two, and you're, you're trying to kind of crank up the, the prolificness, if you will, is it keeps your story, what I call warm. Okay. And, and so if, if you, and, and here's one of the, 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 the challenges and the problems. And, and as many of our guests that have come on the show, as they'll say, you know, I worked on this novel for seven years and almost every single one that said that is, uh, that, that worked on this novel, you know, five, six, seven, ten years was I wish I would have finished sooner. Um, because what they found was the longer you stretch this thing out, the harder it is to come back to the page every day. Um, because you just keep poking at it and prodding at it, rewriting it and, and just wasting tons and tons of time. And then what happens is your story, your book isn't warm anymore. It's not exciting anymore. It's, it's not alive anymore because you're, you're just dinking and dunking with it. It's a little bit with what Stephen King says is that he tries to write his books in a season. And so, you know, winter, fall, summer, spring is that if he goes any longer than a season, which, you know, cause about three months, um, you know, 90 days or so is the story goes cold and he writes giant books. And so we're not writing a giant Stephen King book, you know, hundred thousand, 200,000. One of his books is 300,000 words. Um, but he does that in 90 days. Okay. And he's a professional writer and, and, you know, very gifted. Obviously we're not Stephen King. Um, but it keeps your story warm and fresh. And as I've mentioned already is why I want to shrink down the number for your novel. Your next novel is because you want to be prolific. You want to get more work out into the world. And so if you're spending six months, nine months, 18 months, two years, three years on one book is you're not able to produce the kind of work to get your words out there, to get your message out there. And I want that for you. I want, I want you to be able to have more books on your shelf so that you can get discovered and people can, can get into your work. Um, and so, this doesn't mean you have to write a book every 45 days. Some people do because they have to, they have contracts or they're, they're small press and they, they need to, to get a book out every month. I have some friends that do that. Um, but you can, if you decide you can write a, a novel full length novel every 45 days, uh, if you like, or 
or you could say it this way, or you could write a novel and it's only going to take you 45 days, whether you write two of those or three of those or four of those or, or five of those a year, whatever it is. Okay. So, so there is a method to the madness when I think about 45 day novel that it doesn't, it's not super, super fast, but it's not super, super slow. It's somewhere in the middle and it's going to give you a little bit of breathing room as well so that you can actually clean up your work too after the, the rough draft. So let's get into some of the nitty gritty of how you are going to pull off the 45 day novel. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is again, you don't have to go off the 50,000 word national novel writing month number by any means. I like that number for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is you're going to first determine the length of that novel. So if it is 50,000, that's fine. Um, but I think in our day and age, it's a very good readable length for people. And I'm going to let you into a little, little bit of insight here is people don't read. I know you're a writer, but you need to understand there's actually a very small percentage of people that read. Now, a lot of people that do read are going to be what some have called whale readers. And so they're going to read a ton of stuff and they're going to read multiple books, sometimes a day, multiple books a week, multiple months a year, multiple books, um, you know, every couple of years. And so, um, so, so the reality is readership has gone down, but because of the advent of eBooks and because of different platforms in which we read now is the shorter is better because people are reading their books on their phone. I read my a book on my phone all the time. Some people are like, well, why are you always looking at your phone? But a lot of times I'm reading a book. I'm not trying to be rude, uh, but with my Kindle app, right? Um, you know, whatever, whatever reading device you use, you can just download it right on your phone and have, have books right on your phone, which is absolutely amazing for someone like me who loves to read. Um, so always reading a book on my phone. And that shorter length because of ebook it's, you know, they've done studies on this is that people tend to skim a little more with, with ebooks. Um, and so they're able to get through books quicker because of the digital platform. That's not the, the hard cover or the, the, the paperback or what have you. Um, that doesn't mean paperback or hardcover going away. I won't, won't talk about that this show, but, but there's still plenty of room for those things. And also people are doing audiobooks as well. And, uh, obviously if you have a hundred thousand, 200,000 word, you know, book, the audiobook is going to be extremely long, you know, it could be up upwards of 20 hours, but a shorter length, you're going to have, you know, a nice four five, six, seven hour read, which, you know, a couple, a couple hour sessions here and there, you're going to, you're going to finish through that. And so I, I like that length of 50,000. Uh, most of my, I write a lot of kind of crime adventure thriller type stories that are 55 to 60,000 words, uh, in there. And so you're going to det- determine that length, uh, ahead of time. Now, all you're going to have to do if you just choose 50 or you choose a hundred is you're just going to have to break down those links into days. Okay. So you're going to say, okay, I'm going to do 50,000 words per day. That means 1,667 words per day. And obviously if you're going to go 55 or 60 or 75, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, maybe you want to go shorter and that's fine too. Um, you know, if we're talking about a novel, you probably don't want to go any shorter than, you know, 40, 45, uh, to have a decent size novel. Some would even call that a novella, but I think those, some of those, uh, those metrics are arbitrary, uh, for a long history of, of, of novels in the modern era, you know, 40,000, 45 was, was a full length novel, but now we're kind of bloating our books to justify publishing costs and things, but I won't go into that. But anyway, so you're going to break down each day. How many, how many words am I going to write? And I want you to write that down. Okay. Because here's where most writers already fail is they don't, they're just going by the seat of their pants. You know, they're not thinking, Hey, I need to do 2000 words today or 3000 or a thousand or whatever it is. And so they have no goal. So if you have no goal, that means you have no motivation to even come to the page. There's nothing keeping you accountable. There's nothing pushing you. It's just, Hey, if I get to it, I get to it. 
and, and so I really want you to set those goals and, and put those things on paper. Now, as you're doing this, again, this isn't just about, you know, finishing a book. It's also about knowing your season of life It's knowing what is, is realistic and, and knowing what is doable. Now I know I'm saying 45 day novel again, that doesn't mean if you do 60, you're, you know, sinning or you're wrong or you're a failure. If it takes you 60 days, Hey, that's better than most people. Okay. Um, so, so don't worry about that, that extra couple of weeks, whatever it is. Um, but like I said, we don't want to draw it out too long because your story is going to get cold. Your book's going to get cold. Um, and, and you're going to lose interest and you're going to lose enthusiasm. So, but, but do it based on a 30 day breakdown. Okay. 30 day breakdown. Um, and we're going to talk about what we're going to fill those other 15 days, days with. Okay. So you got those, those goals down. Hey, I'm going to write 1600 words. I'm going to write 2000 words. You know, I know my season of life because part of that too, is there's going to be days. Maybe, you know, you can't write. You're like, Hey, I got a wedding on this day and I don't have any time. I got to get the kids on this day. You know, whatever work is crazy that day. I know I can't do it. Now there's another reason I say this. So this last November, as of 2018, whenever you are listening to this podcast, is I wrote uh, another novel and using this method. And it only took me about, um, I think, 20 actual writing days to finish, finish my novel. Um, so despite having the 30-day National Novel Writing Month thing, um, I did it in about 20. And, and I'll say that's from doing this many times over. Um, it's also being realistic with my writing time. And there were certain days I just didn't write. And, uh, um, so 20 actual writing days in the month, I, I was able to complete a almost 60,000 word, uh, novel. Uh, and, and so that, that's not because I'm a fast typist. Um, I'm really not, I'm pretty average. Um, you know, I probably write, you know, 1200 to 1400 words an hour, which is very slow compared to many people. It's only like 30 to 40, you know, uh, words per minute. Uh, and so again, this isn't about, you know, spending, 20 hours, you know, writing a day, it's, it's really saying, I know exactly what I need to hit and how many words I need to hit. So that means I had some pretty big days I had some, you know, 4,000 word days, but I also had some small days, you know, less than a thousand days, but it all evens out in the end. And so it's just about adding words to, to the page and, and getting those words on the page. And so, um, so having those goals in front of you is very, very important. I keep track of all those. So as I'm going, I, I put exactly how many words I hit that day. Um, knowing what my daily word count is, but also knowing, Hey, on Wednesday, I'm not going to be able to write there. So I'm gonna have to pick it up a little bit the next day. And I just keep that in front of you. So here's a big question that, that I get often is, does this work if you have an outline, uh, or not an outline? So if I'm an outliner, you know, can I do this 45 day novel? And the answer is yes. And what if you're not an out outliner? The answer is yes. Okay. So here's the thing with an outline. If you are a, an outliner and some people are big outliners. And what I mean by that is, you know, multiple pages of notes on your story, you know, it takes you weeks and weeks and weeks to outline this thing, character profiles, you know, every beat of the story is laid out that could take you weeks and weeks and weeks. So you have to kind of know what kind of outliner you are. Some people it's three, four or five big ideas, a couple characters, and you're ready to go. And it's still outlining, but you're just very minimal, very, you know, short, uh, that's not going to take you very long. Maybe it takes you a couple hours. So I don't know who you are and you only know yourself. So if you are an outliner, um, it, I would say if you're a big outliner and you need a very, you know, detailed, everything is written out ahead of time, you might need to add a little more time to your 45 day novel. So this would probably be pre-work before the actual writing of the 45 day novel. Got it. Um, if you're not, 
a big outliner and you just have some, a few notes here and there, you can probably just weave it right into your, your work, uh, and, and all that. So here, here's what I'm going to, um, going to say, and this goes to our next little part of the process is I'm not a big outliner. Um, so I have a, a crime series, uh, the antique assassin crime series, and it's one of my, my, my main series as far as, uh, fiction goes, novels go. And once I've gotten, you know, five, six books into that series, you know, the characters really well, you kind of know the, the setting, you know, about their families, you know, about their motivations, you know, about all those things. So the outlining is very, very minimal after that. Um, you just jump right into it. Um, I've heard Michael Connolly talk about this when he, he does his, uh, his crime series, you know, the Harry Bosch series. I mean, when you're 20 books into a, a, a series with a certain character, you, you don't have to spend a lot of time, uh, outlining. And by the way, uh, Michael Connolly doesn't outline at all. Neither does Lee child. So, so you can, and neither does Stephen King. So you you don't have to be an outliner to have success and to write good books. Um, and, and so, so I don't spend a lot of time outlining, but I will say this, and this is going to get into my next point, as I mentioned, is I'm, I'm one who edits as they go. Okay. And I know that's, that's sin in the writing community and it's crazy. And how can you edit as you go? Because, you know, how do you know you want to keep that in the book and all that kind of thing? You need to just go and straight, straight through and not look back and then edit later. Now I'm going to tell you a couple things here. One is most, um, long-term professional writers, uh, don't just, they write very clean first, first drafts. Okay. Um, I would say most successful writers don't just write, you know, a hundred thousand words of junk and then go back and try to edit it. That they are doing some kind of editing as they, they go, because once they're to the end, they're, they're pretty much to the end. Um, I can give you real life examples and I'm gonna give you an example from how I do it too. So a couple of writers, Lee child does not, uh, go back and, edit all his stuff. Um, he, he does it as he goes. Stephen King does the same thing. He comes back and does kind of a very brief kind of polish, but he doesn't, he doesn't do the huge rewrites. Um, uh, Dean Wesley Smith as well. Uh, also professional writer written hundreds of books, um, sold millions of copies is a kind of cycle back and clean it up as you go. You know, uh, doesn't, doesn't look back. Uh, Dean Koontz, another well-known author will just, he'll keep, he'll just keep rewriting stuff until he goes to the next, next chapter, the next page, but it's done. He doesn't go back to it. So he's got one essential clean copy. Now I've changed in my, my, my process on this, this edit as you go idea. Okay. A couple things here. Here's, here's one. If you have never finished anything, you might not want to try this method because it might be, might be difficult, but if you want to finish it in 45 days, it might be beneficial to you. Because there is something about getting to the end and, and just being able to finish at least a first draft and f- having that satisfaction. Because a lot of people haven't even finished you know any kind of draft, and they're just still kind of poking and prodding and, and never really gotten to the end. Uh, so if that's you, if you're just starting out, nothing wrong with going to the end and then coming back and editing. Now, I'm going to tell you a little, give you a little antidote, is that when I wrote my first novel and I went back and tried to edit after it was just a heaping pile of mess... I didn't want to do it and I almost gave up and I just said, this is just way too much work. And so, uh, unless you're a very, you know, unique person, uh, you're just going to have such a big mess and there's just so many plot holes and so many problems and the characters are wrong and they're wearing different clothes and different eye color and different, all kinds of things that are inconsistent in the story. And so, so my edit as you go process is really the key to a 45 day novel. Okay. 
And so what you're going to do instead is whether you outline or not does not matter is you're going to begin your writing. And let's say you're going to go 500 words to a thousand words, get those done. And then as you're writing, you're going to actually go back into the story and you're going to clean some things up. Maybe you need to add some detail. Maybe you need to change some things. You need to fix some grammar, some spelling, whatever it is. So you're going to come back. You're going to clean that up and then you're going to go keep, keep writing. You're going to go forward again. You're going to write another 500 to a thousand to 2000 words, whatever you want. And you're going to come back and you're going to clean it up. You're going to see where the story's going to make sure it's exactly what you want. And, you know, maybe you'll get to the end of your writing session and they'll be done. And then the next day, before you begin your next writing session is you're going to read what you've already uh, read, uh, written, excuse me, you're going to read it over and you're going to clean it up if you need to clean it up a little bit. And this is a little bit of my process. And so here's what happens when I, at least when I do this, okay, and maybe you can try it and, and see how it goes for you. One is because I'm not a big outliner is that I'm actually kind of outlining as I go. And so as I write the story and as things kind of go where they need to go is I'm making little notes on the side of my, my Scrivener document, which has a little notes section. So I really recommend Scrivener uh, software if you don't have it. Uh, but I put a little note, you know, character did this characters here, characters there. So I kind of know exactly where the story's story's going. Okay. So it's kind of a post outline, if you will, uh, after the fact outline. And secondly, is that I'm getting a really clean first draft. There aren't a ton of mistakes. Um, on a lot of levels, there's not a lot of mistakes when it comes to inconsistencies because I've already gone back through and I've kind of seen those inconsistencies like, Oh wait, he's standing by the table, but suddenly he's at the bed. How does that happen? Right. And so I can add a little transition there. Oh wait, he has blonde hair, but then over here he has brown hair, you know, whatever it is, the names this here, but then it's different over here. Right. So I'm already cleaning those things up as I go, but I'm also not doing it at you know, 10,000, 20,000 word increments. Okay. So, so I'm not getting to like halfway in the book and then trying to come back and clean those things up because that would just never happen. It'd just be too much, too much work. And then you forget what happened, right? So by doing it in smaller little chunks, you're cleaning up the copy, you're staying in the story, you're, you're doing it. And you know what some call creative brain. And so your, your creative juices are flowing and you're not doing it as critical and going like, Oh, this is terrible. And whatever is you're actually adding in good things into the book. Um, and I'm also a, a putter inner. So that means I write fairly lean the first time through. And then I just add in some color, some details, some things like that, that just kind of livens up the story or, or changes things or whatever it is. Um, and so you're, you're really, adding in and making the document, making the manuscript as clean as possible so that when you get to the very end of your story, you know exactly where it's going. You know where it's been. Um, you've made notes in, in your copy so that when you go back to just do a last kind of polish, looking for spelling and grammar and just, you know, weird sentences or whatever, it's not this overwhelming task that kind of takes you out of the game. And so I really highly recommend if you want to write a novel in 45 days, um, is edit as you go. And so, write a little bit, circle back, write a little bit, circle back. And, and here's the other thing. And I, I'm going to add this because this is a little, a little fun, fun thing. As I mentioned, Lee child, uh, who else? Uh, Stephen King, Dean Wesley Smith, um, uh, a couple others from, you know, the, that are well-known successful authors that don't, you know, rewrite to death and don't outline is that in a way you are kind of outlining in your mind. And so because you're coming back constantly, because you're, you know, 
each day coming back to the story, it's, it's enlivening your imagination. Um, and so you, you trust that imagination, that, that subconscious mind to kind of take it, take the story where it needs to go. Um, because you're just staying in that story and, and kind of getting into the, the minds of the characters and the setting and all those kinds of things. Um, and so the editing as you go really helps that even if you're not an outliner, um, because everyone work, you know, freaks out, well, I'm just going to forget where I'm going. And I'm just going to be all over the place, but, but circling back kind of keeps you in that flow and you don't have to worry about that. You just can, can kind of let the, let the story go. And it's just way more fun. I've tried to outline, um, I've outlined some books and they just didn't come out as well. Um, uh, and part of that is because, you know, you, you put these ideas down and you go, okay, this is where the story needs to go here, here, and here. But the problem is it's boring. It's your first idea, right? It's, it's here it is, you know, that's not why we write. We write because of the adventure of it. We write because we never know where it's going to go. We write for ourselves ultimately first, you know, what kind of stories do we want to tell ourselves? And then we, we clean it up and make it, you know, enjoyable for the reader. So, uh, so edit as you go now. So you're going to determine the length of your book and some people would say you don't even have to do that. It's totally up to you. Again, let the story go where it needs to go. Um, but you know, most writers kind of have a feel for what's a good length of their books and where they, they kind of can tell a good story. You're going to set those numbers up per day. How many words do I need to write in 30 days to have a rough draft? Probably in the 50, 55, 60,000 word range. Know the, the season of your life. Know the days that you're just not able to do that. You got to take kids to soccer. You got to, you know, do this or that. Um, just be kind to yourself. And again, this is what's so beautiful about this. This is not a pressure thing. This is not a, I have to, you know, be a full-time writer to do this. I, I did my last novel in the thick of a 50 hour a week job. No problem. Okay. And most people didn't even know I was writing a novel. And that's, that's the beauty of writing. It's just a couple hours here and there you go. Um, but, but, but I know the season of my life. I know the things at times I can't. And so I just ramp up those words. So, so you're going to know that you're going to set those goals. Then what you're going to do is you're going to edit as you go. You're going to clean up that work as you go, you know, chapter here, chapter there, um, a thousand words here, 1500 words there, 500 words, whatever you decide. Then each day you're going to go back in, get familiar with the story again, keep it warm in your mind, get excited about it. So yeah, I, I like where this is going. You know, I need to, maybe I need to change a little bit things here, but nothing major. And I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing on. And then by the end of 30 days, you're going to have your, your manuscript and it's going to be very, very clean. Okay. Probably cleaner than most people's manuscripts because of the, the process I'm laying out here. Um, because you've been looking at the story, you've been finding those plot holes, the spelling, the grammar, very, very clean. Most professional writers, when they submit off their, their manuscript, it's very clean to their editor. Okay. Not a, not a ton of, of changes. And then because it's a 45 day novel is you're going to, I'm going to give you a week. So I'm gonna give you seven days, which would be, you know, 30, if it's a 30 days to get your first rough draft or your first draft, that's very clean is you're going to get another seven days to kind of edit and polish your story. Now, let me be really clear here. This is not rewriting your story. Okay. There's a difference between polishing, editing, you know, clean it up and then rewriting. Rewriting is taking, you know, 10,000 words, scrapping it and starting over. Now, if you have some concern and you're just like, you know, this story's just gone all over the place. It's not that good. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if it's working. You might have to scrap it and, you know, bang for your buck. You might as well just start over. You know, if you're going to have to, if you have a 50,000 word and you got to scrap 20,000 words, it's, it's probably not worth the time. But, but most of the time I just interviewed an, an author recently 
And she said, you know, most of the time I don't change anything. I, I don't change scenes. I don't, they don't need to be changed because I've, I've done the work. I've, I've looked at it. I've, I've tweaked it. I've polished it already. So it, it works in the context of the story. And so, um, so, so you don't need to do that. Um, you, you know, I think sometimes we're the worst critics of our work and we think, well, the reader's going to you know, be confused by this or whatever, but, but the reality is they don't know where it's supposed to go. Right. It's, it, that's the, the joy of imagination. That's the joy of, of writing, writing books, but you're going to take about a week and, and just, you know, for a lot of people, you don't even need a week. You might only need a few hours. It's totally up to you, but I'm giving you a week, seven days to clean it up. Okay. So you're going to go back in and you're just going to ask a lot of questions, you know, uh, spelling and grammar, you know, are there any inconsistencies, you know, that they're over here, you know, they're in this state on this chapter, they're somehow they're in some other state over here, or you got the names wrong or details wrong. All right. You're going to catch some of those things, make little notes, you know, especially in your margins, um, or on the side of your file so that you can remember, you know, where the story takes place or what details were. So you don't mess it up later. Um, but you know, a, a good seven days is plenty of time, probably more time than you need, uh, to, to edit your work, especially if it's 50,000, 60,000 words, it's not an overwhelming task. And then what you're going to do after that week is you're going to have another week to send it off to an editor or a proofreader or a first reader. That's going to be determined by your process, your team that you have with you. Um, you know, and if it's not an extremely long book, you know, a good week of editing is going to be plenty for them. Could be two weeks, could be three weeks. That, that's here or there. That, again, when I'm talking about a 45 day book, obviously there's things out of your hands. You know, if an editor takes longer, that, that's fine. Um, but you know, most editors that that you know are worth their salt can take a week, maybe two at the most. Um, but you know, they'll they'll get it back to you in plenty of time. But, but what you're going to do during that week is once it's out of your hands is you're going to do a couple of things. Well, one is you're going to work on getting your cover designed. Um, and you probably could have you know done that earlier. It's, it's up to you. Everyone has a different process, but you're going to work on getting that designed. You know, some people do their own covers, some, you know, outsource it. Um, you know, one, uh, site I love is go on, right. You know, they got $30 covers, 35, $40 colors, just as good at covers as you know, any traditionally published book, um, you know, they change the name, they change the title, um, and get that all set up for you. It, it can take a few hours to a couple days. Um, uh, but you're going to work on that cover, making sure it matches kind of the story and the feel and the vibe and the genre and all that good stuff, making sure it looks great and professional. If you don't have a lot of money and you need to make it yourself, take some time on that, work on that, watch some YouTube videos, figure out that, have a friend do it, have, you know, a college student do it. That's working on, you know, who's a aspiring artist, whatever. Um, but work on that cover. And then you're also going to be working on, um, your formatting as well, um, of the, uh, the ebook, um, you know, and, and, you know, once you have it cleaned up and once you get it back from your editor and you get it all, all cleaned up and whatnot, um, is, you know, you can, uh, get it formatted for ebook and prints and all that kind of stuff. And nowadays with software, it's just a click here, a click there. Um, and it's, it's ready to go. Um, but also what you're going to do during this week is you're going to start thinking about your marketing, uh, plan. Okay. And this is where a lot of writers go, go wrong is depending on where you're at in your, your, your journey, uh, whether it's your first book or your 10th book or whatever is to say, okay, what am I going to do to get more eyeballs on this work? And so I imagine before you even started this, you're probably already talking about it. You're probably, you know, if you have a newsletter of fans, you're probably already saying, Hey, I got a book coming out. It's going to be coming out in a couple months. I want to tell you about it. You know, kind of getting that, getting in their ear. You're going to share it on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but also, Hey, are you, are you paying for advertising? Are you, are you getting those things in place? And a lot of these, these advertising uh, places um, is, you know, you can do it a week out, 
two weeks out, three weeks out. You, you don't have to have a month, you know, months and months and months out. Um, and so, you know, are you, are you running ads, all those things, all those things can be set up during that week. But I, I want you to be thinking like a, a business at that point is the book is cleaned up. The editor's looking at it. And in the process, you're kind of, you're putting on the different hat. You're putting on the business hat and saying, okay, how do I get it out there? And for a lot of writers, you might be already thinking, you know what? My best marketing is going to be writing that next book. And so maybe you're outlining that next book. Maybe you're starting into that next book, whatever it may be. Um, I, I will say this, um, writing a book in 45 days or 30 days or, or whatever, um, even if it takes you a while is, is good to take a week or two off. That's, that's not a bad idea. I wouldn't jump right in and say, I'm going to write another book in 45 days. Um, some people do that and they want to do that. They have to do that. It, again, just depends where you're at. Um, but you know, if you can take a few days off, kind of let you, let yourself recharge, it's always good to, to give yourself a little reward. You know, maybe that's, Hey, I need to go, uh, eat a, a nice meal with my family. Uh, maybe there's, there's a little gift you want to give yourself for finishing and kind of reward yourself. Rewards are very powerful things, uh, just to, to get us to that, that finish line, right. To, to help us get to where we want to go. And so maybe you're like, Hey, I really have my eye on that, that new guitar. I'm going to, I'm going to buy that for myself because I finished my novel, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but take a break, uh, you know, hang out with family and friends, uh, rejuvenate yourself. And I think that's really important. I think for long-term writers, uh, especially in, in creative fields like this is, is, is you want to, you want to do that. And I know I've had to do that many times. There's been a few times where I just kind of got burned out, um, where I took quite a, quite a bit of time off, uh, just to kind of recharge and I write fiction and nonfiction. So, you know, just every, every muscle is stretched in that sometimes research for nonfiction just takes too long and too much brain power. And so you need to, to kind of shut that down. Okay, so you're going to get that book back from your editor. You're going to polish it up. And you know what? Your polishing isn't going to be huge, big rewrites. It's going to be mainly spelling and grammar and, and a couple things here and there, a couple maybe funky sentences that you need to need to, but you're not rewriting this thing. You're, you're not doing massive rewrites. Um, again, I think if you're doing massive rewrites, it's probably had problems before you send it out to your editor. Um, and I think if an editor is good, they're not going to try to t take your voice out of the book and try to say, well, if I was writing the book, here's what I would do is that's, that's not what a good editor does. Um, I remember hearing a interview with Lee child many years ago and he said, you know, he only accepts one third of the, the comments from the editor. And so, so most of the time when the book's out, you see in your hands, when you buy a Lee child novel, you know, Jack Reacher, uh, it's what you get. It's, it's already there. Uh, it's how it is. So he, he does just very minor things. And that's, that's partly because that the story is what the story is. Um, and, and what's I think important about the 45 day novel is that you can't be so precious with this novel. Okay. Long-term successful writers that have written, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100, books is they never fall in love with the one novel. And I think that's where I see a lot of young writers just, they get so enamored with that one book, right? It's, it's just my labor of love. It's spent all these, you know, years and years and years on it. And, and yet they never write anything else. They never create anything else. So it's every nine years, they, they may have a book out and the myth is, well, you know, it just can't be that good. If we're writing, you know, books in 45 days, if they just can't be that good, but, but here's the, here's the reality. And this is a little dirty secret that most people don't realize is that even a writer like Stephen King or, or Lee child or whatever is they're completing a lot more books than you, you realize it's just the publishers take forever for their work to get out, but they have all kinds of books in the queue, if you will. Um, that's the big reason Stephen King back in the day, 
wrote under a pen name is because he had so many stories and he's writing so many books that he couldn't get them out fast enough. And the the publisher said, there's no way we're going to release two books under your name in one year because of marketing and all this other stuff. Um, so he's like, well, I'm going to use a pen name and I'm going to get some other work out there. So, so there's nothing to say that this equals equates to inferior work um, because it's just at a little faster pace. And the other thing is, there's just this weird thing where readers think that like, well, you know, sheesh, you know, your books only take this long, you know, they must not be very, very good. But the reality is that for a lot of writers professional that have sold millions and millions of copies is it doesn't take them that long to write, write their books and have it, have it done. And yet the, there's something with the reader that thinks, well, if it took them nine years, then it's really, really good, but that's just not true. Um, and we have history behind that and we have experience from behind that. And I've, I've interviewed some of the most prolific, successful writers on the planet. And, and so there's no, you know, equation that says, you know, short amount of time equals poor quality. You know, when, when Hemingway wrote, you know, old man in the sea, it, it took him two or three weeks. And so that was a, you know, a, a literary masterpiece that won, you know, literary awards and, and no one would say, well, geez, it took him two weeks, three weeks, it must be junk. Um, and so that's just not the case. And that was in the days before, you know, uh, uh, computers and, and word processors. And so, um, you know, writing very, very clean stories and, and having to do with, you know, minimal editing. Uh, and so, so again, don't, don't feel like this process is somehow about inferior work because it's not. Um, and I think when you're fully engaged for a shorter period of time is you're going to do some of your best work. Um, I, I found in, in my failures and my experience that when I, when I elongate the time it takes me to finish something is I just have no motivation to go back to it. And so my computer is littered with all kinds of manuscripts that I've been poking and prodding at for years that might see the light of day. They might not see the light of day. Um, but part of that is because I took too long and I, I allowed the story to get stale and to get cold. Um, and I didn't really have a process in place to kind of help me become a little more, a little more pro prolific. Um, and, and also I would say I'm able to do this process because I've, I've written millions of words and I've, I've published about 17 books. And so, yeah, I've just, I've done the work and, and as you do more of it, that's not to brag again, it, it's, it's, as you do more of it, you're going to be more comfortable and you're going to find your own process. That's going to work for you. But writing a book in 45 days and having out in the world isn't, isn't going to be this overwhelming thing because you've gotten better at your craft and you have a better process that works. Um, and so, so to celebrate two years of the, of the, of the prolific writer, 50,000 plus downloads, almost a hundred different interviews with different people, um, has been such a, such a joy, such a blessing. Um, and writing a book in 45 days is possible and having a novel out in the world. And that's really why I started this, this podcast. Uh, it is not to just talk about writing, uh, as much as I love the craft, as much as I love talking about books and authors and interviewing great people learning, and I'll always be a learner, always trying to get better at this, but it's, it's about wanting to see you finish your work and wanting to see your stories and your message get out in the world. And that's, that's why I, I started this. Um, and people have helped me along the way and I stumbled and I failed and I continue to fail many times over. Um, but, but we need someone to hold our hand at times and we need someone to kind of nudge us and encourage us and, and push us out there and say, Hey, you can, you can do this and it's possible. And also hopefully die to some of the myths that, that are floating around in the writing world. There, there, there's a lot of those. There's, there's kind of that, 
you know, we, we've made the, the craft into this kind of very sacred thing and it's only for certain kinds of people. Um, and, and yet I, I think that that doesn't do, do justice and service to those that want to tell stories and want to write books, um, because they believe that, you know, I have to have a certain degree and I have to have a certain amount of intellect and a certain amount of skill. And, and yeah, it does take skill and it does take some intellect and it does take some work, but, um, but we've made writing very inaccessible. And that's really sad because people have been telling stories and writing for, for thousands and thousands of years. And, uh, and so it's not, never was meant to be this elite, elitist crowd. Um, and, and so I know you have stories in you. I know you have books in you because you listen to this podcast and you're trying to get better at your craft. And so I, I pray that you will take, uh, the 45 day novel challenge, take some of the principles, try them out yourself. Again, this is not gospel truth. Um, tweak it, use it the way you want trash it, say, this is dumb. This is crazy. I could never do that. Um, but, but, but my hope in the end is that it would inspire you and encourage you to say this is possible because, because it's not just me. I'm not, I'm not the only one that's saying, Hey, this is some unique thing to me and no one else can do this is I know dozens and dozens and dozens of people, uh, personally that do this and are able to do this. And their process might be a little different than mine, but, um, and I also know tons and tons of professional writers, uh, from all walks of life. Uh, people I've never met, obviously big name writers that, that use a very similar process to, to continue to be prolific and to write a lot of stories and to get their work out into the world. Now, part of the genesis of this, uh, episode is a project that I've been working on. And so I'm, I'm not going to say a whole lot about it because there's still some, some things I need to do with it. Um, but, but I'd like to build on this 45 day novel idea. And uh, I'm actually building out a, a course, a, a video course uh, that you can, um, it will be for purchase. Uh, there's no, n- no shame in that, um, it, but it will be an opportunity for us to dig a little deeper into this process because there's more to it. Um, we'll dig deeper into, you know, the, the writing part and, uh, you know, the editing as you go part and the marketing part and, and covers and design and all that kind of stuff uh, more in the course. Um, but I'm going to have some other cool things, part of that course, some other kind of mentoring coaching opportunities to, to kind of, um, you know, walk alongside you and help you get that book out into the world. Cause that's the end game. The, the end game is not me to make money. The end game is not, you know, to, to, uh, you know, be famous. The end game is actually to help you and, and serve you the best I can, because I think there's a lot of great stories and a lot of great messages that need to be heard. And, and I want to help any way that I can. And so, so keep, stay tuned for that. Uh, that will be coming in 2019. Uh, we'll, I'll get some more information, uh, out there if you're interested in that at all. Um, and how you can continue to, to have a process that you, that is replicable, that's simple, that's straightforward, that you can continue to, to write your books and, and create your art and get it out in the world on a more consistent basis. And that's really my hope. I mean, that's what we're trying to help you do to write fast, often and well. And, uh, and so hopefully this episode will help you do that. And, uh, and hopefully we'll have some more great resources down, uh, into the future to help you do that even, even more wherever you're at. So before we go, just a couple things, as we kind of wrap up this two year anniversary, 50,000 downloads, 86th episode. Actually, it's more than that. I realized, um, is could you leave a rating or review on iTunes? Uh, that really helps us get the the show out into the world and that would really help us a ton. And uh, thank you for all the ratings and reviews that you have left and, uh, or wherever you listen to the show, leave a review. It really helps us uh, get more ears on the show. And, uh, and also another way you can support this show and, uh, the project, the, uh, excuse me, the prolific writer and uh, all the shows on the project entertainment network. There's about 21 of them is our Patreon page. And I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, there's some great 
stuff on the Patreon page. You can give a give a monthly donation. It will help support this show and all the other shows. And uh, you'll get some free stuff, some stories and some swag and some other cool stuff. And uh, and that's just a way to, to kind of bless this show and bless the other shows on the Project Entertainment Network that you enjoy so much. And so we would really appreciate you considering that. No pressure at all. Um, and also, as I always say too, is if uh, you have anyone, any authors uh, that I need to talk to that can really help us in our craft and help us in the business of, of writing and all those good things. I uh, love to talk with them. I'm meeting just such a, such a awesome group of people um, all the time. And a lot of those come from you guys. So hit me up on my email, hit, go to the website. You can find me on social. Uh, I think it's writer prolific on most of the, the social media sites um, or Ryan at the prolific writer.net. You can, you can find me there um, to just let me know who I should talk to. Cause I'd love to talk to more, more people. And I got a bunch in the queue and I'm looking forward to sharing those this coming year as well. And so thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Uh, two years. I can't believe two years has already gone by. It's you blink and life just goes by fast. Doesn't it people? But I hope this show has been a blessing for you to you. If you're just jumping in with us or you've been with us for a long time and I'm looking forward to many more years of this, uh, Lord willing. And, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. And so we're going to keep, um, pushing the, pushing the, the envelope and keep uh, pushing hard to, to help you guys and serve you guys any way we can and, and get your words out in the world. And uh, we got some other cool stuff coming down, down the, the pipe by popular demand, which I won't share at this point. Um, but you'll hear more about it uh, into the near future. And I'm looking forward to a great 2019 as well. So as I sign off, as always, this is Ryan J Pelton from the prolific writer. Go get those words on the page and I'll talk to you real, real soon. Every person's story has something to teach us, how others view life, how obstacles are overcome, how joy is felt, how fears are faced, how love is expressed. The Matters of Faith podcast explores individual stories of people's lives and how faith plays a part. It may not be your story, but it may help shape yours. The Matters of Faith podcast with Jay Wilburn is on Project Entertainment Network. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Project Entertainment Network. 